The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you right here on Super Talk Radio. So, Bubba, holiday season. Do you look forward to them? I, I used to not look forward to them. Really? But now I, I guess I've kind of grown uh, to a point where I don't know if I look forward to them, but I do enjoy them. Okay, so I, why I enjoy did you them not? more. Why did right? you not? Um, you know, a lot of hustle and bustle and, and mm-hmm. trouble mm-hmm. for, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it just yeah. seems like a, a lot uh, of uh, pomp and circumstance yeah. to put on. Um, and and I finally kind of got over my own kind of uh, dealing with uh, holidays and, yeah. and that sort of thing, and just realized, hey, you know what? It, you know, get over it and, yeah. and put on a smile and just make yeah. the best of it. It's it, it, so. Uh, and you, I think I think children probably help that as well. Oh. You know, watching them uh, enjoy the holidays and mm-hmm. and uh, Santa Claus and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um, do you think the word anxiety could be associated with that oh, for a lot of people? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so not only anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and thankfully I don't suffer from this, mm-hmm. but I think that uh, a lot of people do seasonal depression. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, well, yeah. it's dark at five o'clock now. Yeah. Right. And, and some yeah. people don't do well with that right. at all. Yeah, well, you, you know, I, I have a number of family members mm-hmm. who are from Alaska, right? And they say it's it's a proven thing, yeah, that mm-hmm. at certain times of the year, the you know, you, mm-hmm. you got a little depression uh, going yeah. on. The use of alcohol and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, other yeah. things goes up. I can't uh, um, I can't remember the show. It came on in the '90s, and there was a show about uh, Alaska, mm-hmm. uh, about this doctor that moved there, and there was an old retired NASA guy that lived mm-hmm. there, and it, it, you know, uh, Northern Exposure, Northern Exposure, yeah. That's right. And the and yeah. the doctor, I think, at in one Tal-Kitna. time, yeah, yeah, right. The doctor at one point during the winter got these glasses that <laughs> had these uh, battery operated yeah. lights that yeah. shined on his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it threw off his rhythm and all, all that kind of stuff, and he was just wired up the entire entire time and say, you know, these glasses are great. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They make me feel better. Right. Right. Well, the reason I ask is because I, I asked you specifically and kind of relate yourself personally Mm -hmm. to that question is, um, I think it's true for our society. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, we, uh, we, we have all of this the joyous season mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, the reason for the season and all that yeah. stuff is true. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we've put a lot of stuff into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that can, that can be filled with pressure and stress. I, I saw a post this morning on social media mm-hmm. uh, from an individual and I'm not going to call him out. Uh, but it basically, uh, the post said, I hate December. I'm ready for the holidays to be over with. Mm, and, and, and I think some people feel yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Now, 
there is a reason for the season, and it, it is a great part of mm-hmm. our tradition. And number of businesses and schools, uh, you know, make allowances mm-hmm. for it, and we take breaks, and we we have time with family, which uh, you know should be a yeah. fun time. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes. As long as it's no longer than three days, right? Because <laughs> yeah. family and fish begin to smell they after three smell days. After three days, yeah. you know, there's some some of us that our family, you know, it brings us stress. Mm-hmm. Um, however, from the point of view of being a financial show, I think sometimes there are financial stresses. No doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in your practice, this month has the phone rung more and many people want to take money out of their savings and investment accounts well so that i would say that it, it, it's uh for several reasons right mm. holidays are, are probably one reason mm. you know people going places doing things spending money on uh vacations christmas gifts all that kind of thing right also at the end of the year uh we're up against a deadline of december 31 mm. of being the end of the, the tax year Right. So to speak. Right. So there's an an, an, an extra uh, flurry of activity revolving around that, right? Is there any year-end planning that we need to do now, or is there any planning that we need to do now in anticipation for next year? All right, so let's talk about a little bit of this year-end planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe look at your portfolio and harvest gains and losses, and that is, is exactly. that what you're talking about? Exactly, yeah. Right. Making sure that required minimum distributions are done, uh, you know, num- uh, year-end gifting mm-hmm. uh, to charities, a, mm-hmm. a number of different things that need to occur. Okay, all right. Many people do that every year? I think lots and lots of people do that. So it's part of their plan. Right. Mm-hmm. It's part of the Well, the IRS tells you if you're over 72, you're going to have to do that required minimum distribution out of retirement Correct. accounts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and then if you have saved throughout the year for the holidays, mm-hmm. then here are the holidays. You've saved for this. Right. You need to take the money out. Yeah. And then if you have a variety of holdings in your not, portfolio. Not everybody does it that way, though. Oh, really? So a lot of people use their credit cards during the holiday <laughs> in anticipation of their tax refund coming in in, in you know, March. So that is a financial plan? It is a financial plan. Okay. Not a very advisable one, but you know, <laughs> okay. it is. All right, so a number of people engage mm-hmm. in that. Sure. If you have this variety of things in your portfolio, you may sit and look and say, hey, this year these things have made some money and these Mm -hmm. things have lost some money and I need to rebalance, uh, move money around, take advantage Mm -hmm. of some of these losses against some of these gains. Is that right? Absolutely. Uh, Even to the point of diversification, right? Okay. So, and I think we we mentioned this on a show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, let's say, for instance, that uh, that Phil here, Daddy Warbucks, bought mm-hmm. this little uh, fruit company mm-hmm. called Apple mm-hmm. back in 1980, mm-hmm. uh, and he put a thousand dollars into it, and now it's worth a million dollars, right? And I don't know the numbers; I'm just making them up. Yeah. But it it has uh, tremendously appreciated. Nonetheless, he's probably right. made a, a, a significant yeah. and yeah. A, a really yeah. decent investment. There. He's got to back the truck up when he goes to the bank, right? <laughs> um, anyway, he might want to gift some of those shares, and if he still likes Apple, he can repurchase okay. Apple shares, right? right? But in effect, what that does is it raises overall his, his overall cost basis. All right. So there's there are some reasons right. that around the end of the year there's a mm-hmm. flurry financial. Yeah. 
we're going to talk about the end of the year planning and how maybe you can plan for this not to be such a stressful time of the year. Here from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Happy holidays to you from the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners, Cooley and Labus with you on Super Talk Radio. Thank you a lot for hanging in there with us on the airwaves and podcasts and all the other places you may get it from the dot-com world. Uh, we uh, really appreciate you and your patronage and those people who are uh, support, uh, supporting us and, and, and uh, you know, sponsors of the show. So, Bubba, we're talking end of the year and planning for the end of the year and the anxiety related to the end of the year and the stress and the pressure and holidays and that sort of thing. Now, some things are positive and we can be proactive about them related to our finances. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, uh, tax loss harvesting, uh, this gifting thing. Do you have a number of people that at the end of the year Give money to children and grandchildren? Yes. Do some of them give stock? Some of them give stock. All right. Yeah. So what's the advantage to that mechanically and practically to, you know, Daddy Warbucks over there giving you and me stock out of his portfolio yeah. as opposed to cutting us a check for $15,000? Well, so I would say that in this case, if, if uh, Daddy Warbucks gives stock, he's being a little bit selfish on oh. his own part, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Now, he's giving us some shares he of his is, stuff. He is, and he's doing a great thing, right? Uh, why is this selfish? So, this if, if Daddy Warbucks over here uh, sold the shares, uh-huh. right? To give you $15,000? To give me $15,000. He mm-hmm. potentially would have a tax gain that he would have to pay the tax on. Yeah. Right? Right. And Because he had a transaction. Because he had he, a transaction. Okay. Right? All right? If he gifts me shares... Okay. Then the basis of that gift travels with the shares that he gives me, right? Okay. So it's as if I paid $1,000 for Apple a long, long time ago that's now worth $15,000, right? Mm. And I would be responsible for paying the tax. Oh, now I yeah. see why you say this may be a little self-serving on right. his back. right. 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 Now, uh, uh, that being said, you know, mm-hmm. Daddy Warbucks, if you want to, you can give me all the shares you want, right? <laughs> I don't mind paying a little extra tax, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. especially if I'm given something. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, we, we laugh about it and mm-hmm. say it is, is self-serving of, of him, but... But he's still accomplishing something that he wants to do, right? Okay. He's still making a gift mm-hmm. of 15000 or, or even more for that matter, right? Uh-huh. Now, why do we use the number 15000 Why do we keep bringing I, that Actually, number? I think it's 16000 this year, isn't it? Okay, so you can yeah. give a certain amount of value, right? dollars or shares right. worth a certain amount or, or acres of land or whatever up to this, this number when nobody has to do any reporting. Yeah, without filing a gift tax return. Okay. If he goes to $16,001 per individual, Mm. then that $1 needs to be reported on a gift tax return. So let's say he's mega rich and he Mm -hmm. wants to get some things out of his estate here. And Mm -hmm. he's probably going to leave you the money anyway, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so um, he he can give $16,000 to you. Right. He could give $16,000 to my wife. Uh He could give $16,000 to each of my children. Right. Uh, now, uh, Cash and Betty, the dogs, right, uh-huh. would be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> right, right. But we're talking five humans. Five that humans. That he could give $16,000 yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Which, by the time you multiply that, you're talking, what, nineteen or $90,000? That's right. And then what happens in January? January 1st, to be precise. You're in another year. You're in a new tax year. So uh-huh. he could do the same thing 
right over again, January 1, and write more checks or gift more stock to us, and and he wouldn't have to file any returns on that. All right. Gift tax returns. And that means that he did 90 in this tax Mm -hmm. year, and after the first of the year, he could do another 16 Mm -hmm. times 5, 90. So he could give $180,000 away, like, scot-free? And that's just through one line of his family, right? Uh, so if he has other friends, or friends <laughs> right? Right. So if he had, so he could uh, do me. He could do and my you two and kids, Karen and, and my wife, children, right? And so that's mm-hmm. four times sixteen. So right. you know, uh, yeah, I get seventy-four thousand. Correct. So really quickly, mm-hmm. here among nine people, mm-hmm. he could be giving three hundred and twenty something thousand dollars away, right? Within a month's time. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? That's substantial. Yeah. 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 Now, why would he think about? Doing it. Why would he be incentivized to give over $300,000? Well, you know, maybe he's worth more than $12 million, and he's trying to reduce his overall taxable gross estate. Oh. In case he were to pass away, mm-hmm. uh, he wants to, to utilize or fulfill that full $12 million exclusion amount that he's got for his estate tax purposes. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so there is a practical mm-hmm. reason for him to think about giving right. uh, this time of the year, and not to, just to charity. The other practical reason for doing the sixteen thousand is maybe he doesn't want to have to fool with doing a uh, you know a gift tax return. Okay, you know. All right. Other individuals aren't so worried about that. Uh-huh. that you know, it's just an extra form that you've got to file when you do your taxes. And right. hey, you know what? I gave my child one hundred fifty thousand dollars this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can give up to that $12 million yeah. or whatever right. way. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah. Now, that sounds like it's a pretty cool thing and mm-hmm. some good, cool planning, but not everybody in the world can take advantage of that yeah. or should be taking mm-hmm. advantage of that or probably not even paying attention, yeah. to, attention to us now. Now, we're talking about reducing stress around this mm-hmm. time of the year. You talked earlier about this age 72 required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. Do you have to wait to December to do that? You don't, but many people do. Okay. Yeah. And and that's where our stress level begins to, to increase, <laughs> right? Yeah. So here, here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you are an individual age 72 and you have an IRA and you have not taken your, your required minimum distribution mm-hmm. and you don't take your required minimum distribution, there's a penalty associated with that. Okay. So in this case, I'm going to use $10,000 as the amount of the distribution that you're required to take this year. That you were supposed to take out of some big retirement account you That's had. right. All right. Yep. You worked all these years. Mm-hmm. You had this retirement account and this mm-hmm. 401k, and now you get to be 72, and mm-hmm. you've got to start paying tax on some of it, right? That's right. And they got this mm-hmm. table, and they tell you. So in, mm-hmm. in your example here, the table says, hey, Daddy Warbucks, you're supposed to take $10,000 out of your yep. IRA mm-hmm. or 401k, right? And the government doesn't care what you do with it. They just want you to pull it out and pay tax. Okay. That's all they're worried about. They just want you to pay tax. Okay. But if you fail to do it, Mm-hmm. Then what's the penalty? Oh, it's a right? good question. So the penalty is this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penalty is 50% of what you should have taken. So in this case... If the, he was supposed to take 10000 Yeah. Then his penalty is going to be $5,000 if he didn't take it. Ooh. That's, plus he's got to take the ten. Plus he still has to ta- take the ten and pay the tax on it. So it's to your advantage to follow the rule. Right. And to right. do it when you're yeah. supposed to. 
So my question. So even in our office, right? Uh-huh. I mean, we start uh, probably in January, and we have a lot of people on automatics and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But mm-hmm. we get to October, and we're oh yeah, we're banging oh, yeah. down people's doors saying, "All right, you got to take this money. You got to take it. You got to do it. I don't want right. you to have a fifty yeah. percent tax and mm-hmm. somehow think it's my fault." Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, our staff has been working on this mm-hmm. for weeks. Right. But we could have done it earlier in the year. We could right? have. Yeah. Now, why do most people put it off? Well, I think most a, people put stuff off. So a lot of people who <laughs> are only taking their required minimum distributions typically mm-hmm. don't need the required minimum distribution mm-hmm. from an income standpoint. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. they've got social security, they've got pension coming in, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're well off like daddy Warbucks over there and he's yeah. living on his municipal bond income, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he doesn't need the income. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of forgets about it. Now people hear you say that especially people in their 40s mm-hmm. or 50s, and they're shaking their head, and they're like, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not going to be in that boat. I'm going to need that money. Right. And some well, people do, but uh, a lot some of people, people do. don't. Uh, but, I, again, I think it gets back to early planning. If you're, if you're planning well enough, mm-hmm. hopefully you don't need the income. Mm-hmm. And then you say to yourself, well, what can I do with that required minimum distribution? Well, you okay. can give it away. Right. You can uh, you can give it to church, charity, mm-hmm. you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can give it to children. Right. Doesn't matter. Just as long as you either uh, take the distribution, give it to charity, or take the distribution, pay tax on it. Okay. You can have the proceeds after you pay the tax and go and reinvest it into something else. Ah. Now a lot of people mm-hmm. do that yep. because they're in the position that Daddy Warbucks is yep. in, which he says, you know, I've got mm-hmm. the pension, I got the uh, I'm bond income, I got the Social Security coming in, I got a couple rent houses. Yep. Every once in a while, I mm-hmm. sell a little bit of timber. I'm doing okay, and this big retirement account over here it gave me a tax advantage back when I was earning money and putting yep. money in my 401k. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm putting it off as long as I can, right. whether that's the right strategy or not we can talk about that later but that's what he's doing mm-hmm. and so he 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 says you know i i, I want to keep it invested mm-hmm. but the irs says you got to pay tax right so what we do is we take the sliver out you take it out that you the pay IRS, a little tax on the way out the door and then put it back in the, the investment proceeds, world you put it in the investment world now, and there's one other strategy that I've seen some individuals do, mm-hmm. and I would call this like a turbocharge of your required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? Sometimes you have to do this in anticipation or a little bit earlier, maybe mm-hmm. in your 60s, 50s, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you buy a life insurance policy, okay, and you let your required minimum distribution pay the premium for your life insurance policy. And why would he do that? Well, so you, you, you know that you're going to have to take the distribution anyway. You know that you're going to owe tax on it. Uh-huh. But from a multiple standpoint, if you're putting, say, $8,000 into a life insurance policy, mm-hmm. then what is the, uh, the return on investment, so to speak, when he dies? If he's got, for his family. For his family. If he's got a million-dollar policy uh-huh. and over his lifetime he puts in, say, 10 years, $80,000, that's a pretty good return on investment, right? For his family. Yeah. And he did it for money that the IRS was telling me he's going to, have to pay tax on anyway. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And now it's a little bit morbid to think of it that way. And, mm-hmm. and I've had people ask me, "Is life insurance a good investment?" Mm-hmm. And I say, "Well, you tell me exactly when you're going to die, and I can tell you what the return on investment is." Yeah, and right? and and what your attitude is mm-hmm. about leaving something to the world. Sure. I mean, a lot of people say, "Yeah, I want to leave kids mm-hmm. as much as I want to, and I'll leave 
cat food right. in order to be able to do that. But uh, other people say, hey, they're on their own and all that. Uh, I'm going to spend it. So uh, a lot of that is about your your intention too, mm-hmm. right? We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue this discussion about end-of-the-year planning and reducing your stress at the Advisors Roundtable. Being with us here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio, Certified Financial Planners, Cooley and Labus, and I just wanted to uh, make sure that, uh, you know, you're at a lower stress level this year than, uh, than you've had in the past around the holidays, hopefully. And so we're doing this show on ways to prepare yourself financially. Uh, for the holiday season. Now, we talked about rebalancing your portfolio and and tax loss harvesting and required minimum distributions and ideas related to um, taxes and other gifting, that sort of thing. Let's talk practically about your holiday budget. Now, I didn't mean to curse there. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, uh-huh. you said the B word. Yeah, I'm not supposed to say the B word. Uh, you know, budget, that makes people cringe. Mm-hmm. It's almost as bad as taxes. Yep. You know, you say uh, you bring people into your mm-hmm. office, Bubba, give you a little advice there. And if you start off the meeting with the word budget and mm-hmm. taxes, they probably aren't listening the yeah. rest of the time. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, we just put up this mental block about mm-hmm. those things. We don't want to do those things. Now, what does a budget really represent? Why are we scared? Well, so and we've done this before, but I think that using the word a spending plan is a whole lot better than a budget. OK. All mm-hmm. right. So let's use uh, the that term spending mm-hmm. plan related to your holiday spending plan. And, and hopefully um, we would reduce your stress. So let's uh, let's talk about the best way to do that. So I, I think the best way to do it is is to start in January, mm. right? Uh, mm. and, and the old adage goes, how do you eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite at a time, right? Okay. So if you know that you're going to uh, do Christmas gifts or whatever it may be, the mm. extra cost associated with Christmas, you know, going to see the Nutcracker Ballet or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you do as a family tradition, mm-hmm. begin in January. And one of the reasons, or there are two or three reasons to do it in mm-hmm. January. First of all, you just came through a holiday right? season. And you all, know about what it cost you, right? That's fresh on your mind. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, we want to do the Nutcracker every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And we we want to go to the movies on Sun, mm-hmm. or, or, or on Christmas Day. And, and, yeah. and we want to have this particular meal. Mm-hmm. And, and we love giving this amount of gifts to our grandchildren. Right. And add it up. And we like supporting these charities at the end of the year. So add it all up. Yeah. And say, hey. Say it equals $3,000, right? Okay. Well, just save a little bit of money every month. Mm-hmm. And then you're not scrambling when it gets to be November and December mm-hmm. saying, oh, well, now I've got to go into debt, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. use credit cards or whatever it may be to, right. to cover the needs that we have during you know, the holidays. And now we try to help mm-hmm. our employees do this. Right. And we try to practice what we mm-hmm. preach. And so we tell our employees every January, mm-hmm. hey, how much are you going to save for next year's holiday? Don't right. we? Mm-hmm. And we have this little fund right. that we keep for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if Daddy Warbucks was one of our mm-hmm. employees and he says, I'm going to spend $2,000 this year, yeah. then we're going to do mm-hmm. the calculation and say, hey, man, you need to save $166 mm-hmm. and whatever per month. Mm-hmm. And we'll take it out of your paycheck. Right. And 75 or $80 every paycheck. Yeah. Boom. And, and what's the benefit in that, right? Yeah, what's the benefit? Out of sight, out of mind, right? Oh. If it comes out of your paycheck and you never receive it to begin with, mm-hmm. then are you going to spend it? Mm-hmm. You can't. 
Right. If it ain't in your hand. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's still in the account over there that Miss Karen's in charge sure. of. And usually what happens somewhere mm-hmm. around, I guess, Thanksgiving. Right. I'll have to ask her how she does it. Mm-hmm. But usually somewhere between Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the 5th of December, yeah. mm-hmm. she tells the payroll people, you know, whatever's right. mm-hmm. allocated for Bubba and he has saved, go ahead and put it in his next paycheck. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And boom. There's an extra 1500 2000 right. 3000 whatever right. you allocated, mm-hmm. and it's in there. So one of the reasons to do it early in the year is you just came through a holiday season that's fresh on your mind. Another reason is you can divide it out by the month. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people tell me, well, as you said, they put it on their credit card, yeah. and then they pay for it next year by the month. Right. The disadvantage of that is what? Well, you're paying interest uh, on all the purchases that you made for Christmas time last year, last year, uh-huh. throughout the next year, uh-huh. right? And then you're kind of in the same boat again, yeah, doing it all over. It's it's like a vicious cycle, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, I, I would also say, and this, you know, this is something that uh, takes a little bit um, more uh, preemptive thought and and consideration and talks with your family. Mm-hmm. Come up with a budget. Oh. As far as what you're going to give or gift to individuals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Say, look, you know, we've got just about everything that we could ever want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we are truly blessed, mm-hmm. I, I would this, say that. This there. country really is. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're going to give me a gift, mm-hmm. make sure that it's something meaningful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, granddaddy's old stopwatch or a photo album or, Mm -hmm. you know, something that has Mm -hmm. sentimental attachment to it Mm -hmm. rather than the latest video game and, Mm -hmm. you know, a a gift card to to Mm -hmm. wherever it's going to be from. Right. Or Mm -hmm. if you're one of the people that is, a number of us are still struggling Mm -hmm. and we're not as blessed and we're not as long in the tooth and we're early on in our lives or whatever, or something happened to Mm -hmm. us and we're behind the eight ball um, maybe you say, hey, this is a great time of the year to buy yeah. jackets. Mm-hmm. So let's budget for every one of the kids to be able right. to get a new jacket around the Christmas season. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. kids need new shoes. Right. And so you start planning the budget, mm-hmm. maybe related to the gifts that are needs. Right. And that would be the most useful. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. as opposed to things that, you know, you maybe wasted your money on and you really can't afford to waste your money. Now, I'm going to say this, and I I don't want people to to blow my phone up here, Mm -hmm. but I can't remember the last time that I bought my wife a Christmas gift. Oh, really? Right. Right. Uh, But it's just kind of an understanding that we've had forever, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, We've got just about everything that we want, and if we need something, we're going to go out and purchase what we need during the year. Mm. Um, So there's no need in going above and beyond Mm -hmm. for an extra thing to sit on the shelf that I I don't really want anyway, right? And and a lot of us need to think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, whether some people can afford it or not, they're spending as they want. Sure. Huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And then they get to the holiday season, they think they're obligated. Obligated and feel this obligation that they have to have something to open up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's going to hate mm-hmm. me. She's not going to love me as much if, if, yeah. if I don't get something mm-hmm. that's pretty and you know got a bunch of bangles and stuff with it. Right. Now, once you put together this plan, whether you're planning for things you need or planning because you came through a holiday season and you know how much it costs, but you, know, you put this plan together, stick to it. Mm-hmm. 
stick to it. Here's another issue that I see what happens is that it's easy to get swept up in kind of holiday cheer Mm -hmm. and get caught off guard and you don't remember something or you didn't do as well budgeting and you get off plan. Uh, You'll get better at this. You'll figure it out as you go Mm -hmm. forward in your adult life, but try it. Right. Won't it reduce my stress? Sure it will. And my anxiety, Mm -hmm. if I kind of address the eating of the elephant before the elephant walks into the room. That's right. Uh, So let's have a a budget, Mm -hmm. the B word there, and let's stick to it. All right. How about that credit card thing that you alluded to Mm -hmm. and we spoke a little bit about there? Do you think that that is part of a lot of people's holiday tradition? I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm actually looking at st- yeah. the statistics here. I knew you would be. All right. Yeah. So the use of credit cards during the holiday season mm-hmm. in November, December, and January. Mm-hmm. All right. Thirty percent goes up. Thirty percent. Right. So let's say that Daddy Warbucks over there is using his credit card to, you know, buy his groceries and pay mm-hmm. for his gas because he wants um, all of those benefits that come with his credit card. And he pays it off at the end of the year. You know how much 30% of $1,000 is? 300 bucks. So if normally he puts $1,000 mm-hmm. a month on there and pays it off and then yeah. it goes up 30%, mm-hmm. woo, yeah. it's hard to pay for it. It's substantial. Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Also, because of recent increases in interest rates, you know what the average credit card balance is paying in interest right now? 24.9%. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you have a thousand, let's do real math. If you have a thousand dollar balance on your credit card and you pay 24.9, it's kind of like the price of gasoline right. where they tell me it's 24.9, mm-hmm. it's really 25, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, He's basically paying twenty five percent. How much is twenty five percent on a thousand bucks? Two hundred fifty bucks. Right. So if he carries that balance throughout the year, mm-hmm. he's basically paying twenty bucks every single month, just an in interest, just to have it, just in just to have it. Right. And does Capital One need any more of your money? I mean, they're pretty rich, aren't they? Well, I don't Visa, know. Visa, MasterCard. If you're a stockholder of Capital One, you want people to have as much debt as they, they can possibly withstand, right? That's the way we make yeah. money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, ooh, yeah. So this reliance on credit cards is something we may need to step back and may need to think something uh, as, as mm-hmm. another alternative of how to do that. Um, now... Doing this, going up 30% usage in your credit cards uh, mm-hmm. during the holiday season, probably messes up your credit score. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what happens underlying, right? Mm-hmm. Your total debt uh, ratio goes mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Your available credit mm-hmm. versus the debt that you have increases, mm-hmm. which could hurt your credit score. Yeah, and it's easy for mm-hmm. this to happen. Right. I mean, it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are surprises and things you couldn't plan for. I understand that yeah. completely, and that's the reason we always talk about having an emergency fund and extra mm-hmm. money to the side. So practically speaking, reducing the debt, we've worked through a couple things. There are two or three more points I want to make in the next segment. 
here from the Advisors Roundtable. Hang in there as we talk to you about your holiday planning. Here with us at the Advisors Roundtable this time of the year, it's great to talk about our finances and maybe reducing some stress around the holidays. And so we worked through a, a couple principles. Here's one that I want to get to and make sure that we fully cover. And that is uh, make your travel plans as early as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, Many people may think about that and listen to it, and they're like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I may drive across town, go to Grandma's house, but uh, let's, uh, let's put this in perspective related to the rest of America. You know, 115 million people are going to travel during the holidays a distance more than 100 miles. Yep. 115 million. Mm-hmm. Now, in America, what's our population about? Three hundred and fifty million. So you're talking one third, about a third yeah, is of the country is going to be traveling over a hundred miles. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if you're one of those people that travels, you know whether you mm-hmm. fly all the way to Saskatchewan or whether you know you just drive from here to the coast to see your family, you think you probably do that every year. Um, or you know, it's probably yeah. part of your tradition. You yeah. go to see uh, them; they come to see you. It's kind of part of what you you're doing: booking flights and going places, and and gonna have to spend the night in a pallet on grandma's or your your aunt's floor, right? Probably. So you probably knew that that's coming, or you've talked about it for weeks or months. Last time that you traveled. Bubba, you know, like get a hotel out of town and and get a an airline ticket. Mm-hmm. Do you probably get a better deal if you do it more than the day before? Oh yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you travel, whether let's say it's on business and you know you're going to have to go to a conference in February, right? Are you probably making the arrangements now? Well, as soon as you learn about the conference, right, or, or as soon as you learn about uh, the time frame of travel, then yeah, you're you're doing it at least a month in advance, if not more. And what's the advantage to doing that? That you know, thirty to sixty days ahead of yeah, time. You save money. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So number one, yep. one of the reasons for you to think about your travel plans mm-hmm. early is to save some money, right? Here's the second one. Are you going to be guaranteed if you do it the day before and you fly to Seattle that there's going to be a car available for you to drive out to Aunt Bessie's house? Well, either a car or a seat on the airplane or however you're doing it, right? Yeah, you're not guaranteed that. No. So doing mm-hmm. it early uh, yeah, make sure that... Mm-hmm. Maybe that reduces another point of stress in your life. Because doing it the day before, maybe you don't get a seat on the plane. Or you don't get to uh, mm-hmm. fly the time you would prefer. Or when you get there and you get to the terminal and you walk over to the airline or the car rental business. Right. They've got none. Mm-hmm. Now, weren't car rental businesses hurt by everybody uh, with COVID and mm-hmm. supply chain yep. and production of automobiles just like everybody else? Absolutely. And I would say are probably still suffering from inventory. Yeah. 
Um, unfortunately, uh, and, and I think I've talked about this, is uh, uh, my wife had a, a car accident mm-hmm. and was sideswiped by an 18-wheeler about a year ago, okay. right? Okay. Um, at, at actually, a year and a half, two years ago mm-hmm. is when it was. Anyway, uh, it took forever to find a vehicle uh, just for her to be able to rent while it was getting repaired. Right? Oh, really? There weren't a, just a, a veritable plethora, a, a, That's a, right. a, a huge number to choose from? Sure. Mm-hmm. And when she did find one, did she find the cool one? That she no. Uh-uh. Huh? She did not. Uh-uh. She had to kind of yeah. take what she mm-hmm. yeah. what was available? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that was cast upon her because of an sure. accident. But those of us who know we're mm-hmm. going to be traveling, it's a good idea That's for right. us to book it ahead of time and set our budget and know how long mm-hmm. we're going to be gone and ask the time off at mm-hmm. work and make sure we can get a, a car rented mm-hmm. and get a hotel reservation. All those things yeah. are part yeah. of that. Is traveling stressful anyway? It is. You know, if you think about it, you know, you traveled millions of mm-hmm. miles in your lifetime. Yeah. Why is it stressful? Well, it, it, you know, it's a matter of, uh, you know, running through the, um, uh, when you fly especially, mm-hmm. uh, running through the metal detectors and, mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing, the mm-hmm. bomb-sniffing uh, dogs, <laughs> right? right. Um, or yeah. uh, you're stuck in a car with uh, four other individuals oh, yeah. uh, who yeah. begin to smell in the backseat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. You've yep. got other people out. So it's not necessarily you that's driving. It's the other people out there that are driving Ooh. that don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, there you are. You're standing in the airport Uh terminal. You know Mm -hmm. how this whole process works. It's always my luck that Mm -hmm. in the line is the dude that hadn't Mm -hmm. traveled in 10 years. Yeah. The left lane is for overtaking only. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't stay in the left lane because you think it's just smoother. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and in certain states actually have laws against that. Right. You got mm-hmm. a minimum speed. You're in that left mm-hmm. lane, buddy. Well, if yep. you don't know that, you're not, you're out mm-hmm. there. You, you're adding stress to other people. So we've talked about a number of things that can bring mm-hmm. stress to people during the holiday. Food. Mm-hmm. Is that a stressful thing during the? Sure, holiday? it is. Who cooks in your house? I do. All right. Yeah. You got to go to the grocery store. Got to go to the grocery store. You got to fight the crowds there. You got to bring it all home. You got to unload it. You got to prepare everything. Mm-hmm. Then you have to cook everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, then everybody eats and makes a mess. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to clean it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do you cook about the same thing every year for the holiday meal? Do you have a kind of a traditional uh, meal that you guys most years. consume? Yeah, most years. Is it about the same thing? Just about. All right. What happens when you go to the uh, the, the uh, mm-hmm. grocery store and you're going to do beef Wellington? Right. I'm just picking something. Yeah. And they're all out of puff pastry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or pie yeah. shells or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. Now, yeah. this sounds, a lot of people listening to us and they think, man, you, know, you guys mm. are just overly sensitive. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. every little thing. Every little thing adds up. And it adds to the stress mm-hmm. level. And it adds to the anxiety. And that's the reasons that in the beginning of the show, yeah. Bubba said mm-hmm. there have been times in his life he really didn't look forward to the holiday right. season. Mm-hmm. We ought to be looking forward to it. We, we should be. Yeah. 
And I would also say that if there are things that, uh, that are stressors uh, related to the holiday season, mm-hmm. if at all possible, try to eliminate them. Okay. Right? All right. Can you give me one or two examples of that? So here's a great one. Mm-hmm. Cooking the holiday meal, right? Okay. Uh, and I know I can't tell you how many people I have heard of that, that do this. Mm-hmm. They have it catered in. You know, they'll they'll mm-hmm. call in wherever that's open on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. and uh, and buy the meal for for ten people, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. and probably wind up just about uh, from a cost perspective what you would have paid anyway. Well, we've buying had, all the stuff, right? We've had a thing called inflation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the grocery store lately? Right. I know you have because yeah. you cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I were kind of in charge of buying some gifts yeah. for some some children mm-hmm. this time of the year. Well, in the past, we we bought these little burlap bags and we filled them full of diapers, right. and washes, and wipes, and powders, and lotions, mm-hmm. and and ointments, and baby rattles. Yeah. You know, a bag here for mm-hmm. small babies. Right. Yeah. In the past, you know what we average, you know, in, in that in that bag of about eight or ten mm-hmm. items for each child to have as a birthday present right. to them and to their parents. In the past, it cost about seven or eight dollars to right. fill that bag. You know yeah. what it's costing now? Yeah. Almost twenty. I was going to say about three times. All right. Yeah. So everything's gone right. up. So in the past, when you thought, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I can go out and I can spend a hundred dollars and I can buy enough uh, groceries yeah. to be able to feed my family. Here, here's one that uh, has worked well in our family, and it was just kind of a rule that, would, you know, I think the first year uh, that we were married, we, we mm-hmm. felt like we had to buy Christmas presents for everybody, et cetera, et cetera. And, mm-hmm. you know, being newly married, you're broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we instituted after that year, we're not buying gifts for anybody unless you're 18 or younger. Oh, okay. Right? So you don't have to worry about whether, right. you know. And we're not buying gifts for cousins and nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it has re- uh, like tremendously reduced the, the stress level when it comes to gift purchases. Yeah, because actually shopping, yeah, there's a whole other mm-hmm. level of little idiosyncrasies and right. specific things related to it that can make it stressful. Mm-hmm. And our whole intention was to... Reduce your anxiety here around the holiday season from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the 
appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.